Hi and welcome to the Corporate Life Podcast. My name is Hina Siddiqui and I loved and hated my corporate jobs for years. This podcast is going to empower you to go high on your career without losing yourself. I invite you to join me each week as you will hear real cool stories of the real cool corporate people doing real things in the corporate world and their experiences and advice can change your story too. Hi, this is Hina Siddiqui and you are listening to the Corporate Life Podcast. How are you doing? What's the number one challenge that you are facing at work? Connect with me on LinkedIn and send me a quick DM now. Before I introduce today's guest to you, let me give you this amazing news. I have been talking about an idea for a while about how you can make your career a game and play it with passion to win this game. We all love to play games, don't we? So why don't we transform our career into a game? Just think about it for a second. It's going to be much more enjoyable and exciting this way. You can share your thoughts with me at my next event where I'm inviting you now. This is on training. It's just a virtual coffee date with me where I'm going to share with you the idea and the game plan. If you like the idea, you can join my community and we shall play this game together. Isn't that exciting? The link to register is on the episode page. Okay, so now let's talk about my very special guest today. I have Nitin Jari with me. I have known him for a long time. He has always been uh, the kind of person who believes in going the extra mile and achieving excellence. He's working as a senior program manager in Norton Life Lock, Chennai, India. Nitin has 18 plus years of experience. He's a blogger, a fitness enthusiast, and a great leader. I'm really excited. Let's welcome Nitin on the show. Hi, Nitin. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Hey, Hina. Thank you so much for having me. It's exciting. Yes. Yeah, it's really, really nice. And I think we are connecting after a long time. Yeah. We have now known each other for probably nine years or so, I guess. Yeah, I think Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. Yes. 2013-14. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Great to have you. Okay, Nitin, tell me, why project management and not anything else? So uh, for me, I I don't like doing anything Mm-hmm. repetitive over a course of time. Um, what project management gives me is that you start something, you achieve something, and you finish it, and you move on. You hand it over to operations, they do it, and you are on to create something new, do something different. So that's one of the aspects that I like project management, which is every project is something different something new there there are i have rarely done repetitive projects uh even if they are they are very small in nature mm-hmm. um longer projects which i have had in my career have always been unique and different second aspect why project management is i love meeting people i love talking to them so this allows me i work with different set of people every time I'm working on a new project. So that connects me with different ethnicities, different views. Um, I learn so much and I have learned so much over a period of 15, 18 years since I have been doing project management. Yeah, it's been fantastic work with every continent, Mm -hmm. uh, people in every continent. I have worked probably people with more than 30 countries. Oh, wow. 
it it is such a fascinating yeah. i i i know different cultures not not great detail but up to an extent so i i find it that's very fascinating mm-hmm. i love it third aspect it allows me to travel <laughs> which yeah. is also very fascinating for me and i am finding the best best part of it <laughs> yeah so i i have traveled places um many many countries i've been to places where yeah very less people would go normally in the port for doing a project i've been to brazil i've been mm-hmm. to hong kong so yeah it allows me to travel uh, mm-hmm. different places in in india outside india yeah i just love project management and i don't think i would be doing anything else because i get bored doing something repetitive i get bored yeah so that's why project management exactly i understand that for for most of the corporate professionals the the worst thing is that the life becomes very monotonous and it's like you keep on yes. doing the same thing over and over and over it's the same with me like i cannot just be in a kind of environment where i feel stuck where i feel stuck in kind of monotony so yes this yes. is very this is a great point all right so i i am sure that you love your job i absolutely love it yeah exactly when when you love what you are doing the, the work does not stay the work anymore yeah great and then what are some of the major challenges of being a project manager challenges that you so those aspects which someone i, I guess you need to have a certain sort of personality mm-hmm. uh, which is inherent uh, you need to love challenges you need to be i would say i'm not saying introverts will not be mm-hmm. successful in this field mm-hmm. but it may be little challenging for them okay. communication is big part of project management yeah. 70% what i do is communicate sometimes with my family mm-hmm. they don't sometimes they don't understand they say what you do you do you you just do meetings you just talk and talk and talk. <laughs> i'm like yes that's that's my job that's what i do yeah so if someone is not comfortable talking to people yeah. over chat over email over phone in person you need to be a natural communicator if mm-hmm. if that's what you are not then it's going to be a challenging field yeah right you also need to be thinking about big picture like there may be there may be challenges mm-hmm. uh, and there will be challenges when you do a project when you when you manage a program there will be challenges but are you looking at the big picture okay in the big picture uh, of my program or my project how this is impacting me and how can i manage this managing challenges managing risks and issues we do it day in day out and they will be more when you are near launch or a critical project and you always need to ask question that is it going to stop me totally to launch the project or there is some work around or is it some value which i can pass to business even if it is 80% should i do that now and hold this 20% to solve it and launch that later so that's the kind of thought process one mm-hmm. need to have so that's why i said a certain kind of personality is needed to be and, and as i said many people get tired and and fatigue uh, meeting yeah. fatigue is there i i normally do probably 5 hours average every day of my meetings okay. I, i spend there so not everyone is comfortable spending so much of time in those meetings so in case you are not liking these kind of challenges in case your personality is not made for these 
yeah. that's where if you want to do something which is and if there are people who don't like repetitive work i'm sure mm-hmm. there would be people who like repetitive work because yeah, right. that makes job easy for them sometimes you don't need to think too much about that so there are all kind of people and also yeah, right. jobs so yeah. and there are kind of people who would like to stay in more you know safe zones so these yeah. people who who are comfortable doing the repetitive things and you know yeah. doing the same things over and over and over yeah and and i'm not saying anything bad about that so yeah. you improve you find different ways Yeah, that's um, and you, you you probably do something else as well with that because over a period of time what you were doing in eight hours yeah. uh, you master that in five hours and then you can take something else right so but that's a personality some someone should be liking that kind of job to yeah. do that and exactly same fits in for project and program managers definitely and also i think that it's uh, it's the ability to deal with diversity where you are uh, you know bringing different personalities together and managing the whole thing yeah wonderful Without, point, you know. so yes yeah yes and you need to understand different kind of cultures and what you can talk what you can talk what what is sensitive what is not yeah. and you need to be a bit i would say uh, curious hmm. and and reading about the those things and researching if and and I, and i would say i i love sports sports mm-hmm. is such a connector uh-huh. so if you like and love sports working in project and program manager uh, field where you need to talk to with if in case you are working with a global organization mm-hmm. you talk with so many people mm-hmm. and that's where sports is such a connector so if mm-hmm. i i i like tennis i i like other sports that's where you you get to connect easily that's why i said there should be common grounds where you can yeah. connect with people you yeah. need to have an understanding that's where of local cultures and right. how local settings are and that's where travel helps so you need to be a kind of person who enjoys these kind of settings yeah and i think it needs a lot of eq too yes eq is important of course you need to be um when when i was working with uh, french people in my mm-hmm. last organization i learned that sending an invite of meeting between 12 and 2 is a crime mm-hmm. i'm like okay <laughs> there are a lot of things so so they they respect they respect their lunch time yeah. very much and then uh, in us you would find a lot of people even though they take early morning calls mm-hmm. but yeah. they would be going to drop their kids and they would be taking those ca- calls from car so you need to respect it that mm-hmm. they are joining these calls they are there but at the same time you cannot expect them to share their screen and all that because they are also doing a very important job for for their family right i can totally get that this is this is really important okay nitin tell me did you start uh, your career in the in the project management or anything else that you started with yeah down the memory lane uh, you know, <laughs> uh, i started in 2004 i i completed a three year diploma in it from lucknow and after that i didn't find a job for a mm-hmm. couple of months oh. and then i started working with my brother who was running a consulting organization mm-hmm. uh, in quality management field at that time okay. so i started working with him working on projects so project management even though it was very tiny very small it was there from the very beginning mm-hmm. it was focused on 
providing quality management consultancy to some of those clients. So one thing which I was very fortunate is that the exposure, I got to manage projects. Maybe they were very small, tiny in the nature. I got the exposure to talk to direct clients, face them. There were many, many different sort of clients. And that gave me a lot of confidence. I was just out of my college and yeah I, I i used to look like a very young boy at that time and yeah. but gathering respect from people for from the age of 55 60 it was a challenge but but i mastered in six months really? and awesome after that it was fantastic so project management was there from the beginning uh in different forms and and shapes but yes it was there and that's that looks like a long and beautiful journey Yes, that is. And uh, after that, I joined a couple of organizations, which didn't turn out to be very great in terms of culture. But I, I, one thing which I would say, I learned every organization wherever I went, even if it was for six months, there were a couple of organizations, I, I went there for six months, I learned many things. So funny thing is that I joined, I would say corporate, I joined in 2007. And between 2004 and 2007, I was working uh, with that consulting organization, which I talked about. And I didn't know, didn't know the jargons which people use so casually in, mm-hmm. in corporate world. FYI, FYI, MA, FYA, MOM. There are so many jargons and people yeah. will use left, right and center. And I would find, and I didn't had it was a new setting, a big organization. Mm-hmm. I was short on my confidence at that time, so I would many times find challenging. We didn't had uh, internet on phones at those time. Even office internet didn't used to be open, so it was a different time. Yeah. It was a challenge, but but yeah, I see. <laughs> hey, you. Yeah, you listening. Do you like personal finance or real estate? Are you itching to build wealth and create a better life for yourself or your family? Then you need to come check out the Life, Money, and More podcast with real estate agent, YouTuber, and actor, Sage Weiss. This isn't your average finance show. We dive deep and do not sugarcoat topics around money and life. The Life, Money, and More podcast releases two episodes a week just for you because we're all about helping you win in this crazy world we live in. Come join the thousands of listeners on the Life, Money, and More podcast. Yeah, it's it's crazy when you join the corporate industry. Like, I remember that when I joined my my job, like, first job, it was, like, crazy. It's, it's really a hard time, you know, adjusting yourself in the kind of environment. Yes. And, uh, it's a, it's a and that's fair. Yeah, people need to understand that when what you may be very familiar with can be totally alien to someone coming from a different world. Yeah, so absolutely. and and uh, over the years, the organization developed not only they use industry specific jargons, they yeah. develop their own jargons and abbreviations, which are not easy for for people joining. In in my current organization, I joined and. Here is a term called GE. GE uh-huh. here stands for Global English. Okay. And in my last organization, last to last organization, of course, it used to stand for Global General Electric. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, what is my current organization has to do with General Electric? <laughs> and 
over a period of time then i learned that it's global english and not general electric <laughs> so yeah <laughs> there are many funny things with these abbreviations <laughs> yeah and then what do you think is the key to success when it comes to one's professional life key to success i i always call two c's don't don't put me in the bin of people who like these kind of things but a couple of points for success has been communication and confidence yeah um, i think uh, i can add attitude as well uh-huh. uh, but communication and confidence are two primary keys or two primary attributes for success i i learned a hindi medium school mm-hmm. uh, uh, throughout my career but i tried to learn uh, english i tried to speak english i learned it by reading newspapers by by listening cricket commentary mm-hmm. and i am here today where i am today i would say the biggest contributor is that my communication if i didn't learn speaking english and all that uh, probably i would not be here so communication big part of that is that you communicate in a language which is spoken globally that mm-hmm. is english so learning english is very important if you want to work with an organization even if your your organization is not global but if it is serving to the clients which are global or they are serving in south india then you need to understand that how important that english is yeah. so another point is that the same work if you are doing and if you don't speak english and if you you speak english the same work will fetch you at least two to three times minimum more money mm-hmm. than if you don't speak english that yeah. is the reality we need to accept it and then it it feels so funny to me sometimes that when these um hindi push weeks happen and all that mm-hmm. i'm all for languages but mm-hmm. is it going to earn me money is it going to pay my bills mm-hmm. and that's where english trumps everything you need to be communicative you need to feel very comfortable in communication right. another thing which is is confidence so you will not know like 90% for me it's 100% what i have done throughout my career i probably didn't learn even 2% of that when mm-hmm. when i was studying so what has kept me going is the confidence mm. to confidence that yes i can do this yeah. yes let me try this i can do this and when someone is asking you if in maybe it's in interview or many times outside interview so what you do in an organization over a long period of time is not what you started when yeah so you are doing many more new responsibilities and all and it's when someone ask you hey can you do that mm. you need to be confident yes i can even if internally you are uncomfortable you yeah. still need to feel and show the confidence that yes i can do this mm-hmm. so and confidence to it mm-hmm. i can add attitude mm-hmm. attitude of learning attitude positive attitude we all are by nature averse to change yeah and that is something which has cost me a lot over a period of time and mm-hmm. now i am learning to not to be averse of change and more and more change i embrace yeah. um one of the, the analogy i have is if there is a storm coming and you have your back facing the storm you don't know if a brick is coming or uh, a tree is coming to you or maybe a gold bar coming to you yeah so 
you cannot save yourself if you are not facing it and you cannot grab opportunity no, so exactly. you need to face the change with open arms okay yes. maybe there are opportunities there will be opportunities and many times in this corporate world changes happen and if you are not comfortable ask yourself a question how, how does this impact me yes maybe 90% of changes don't impact you directly if they don't impact you directly don't lose your sleep keep your focus on the work you you do change is i think is the only constant and then there's a wonderful book um i don't remember the name of the author but that that the title is what's got you here will not get you there if you just keep resisting the change then definitely your growth is going to be very very limited yes so yeah, yeah. you need to come out of your comfort yes or you need to make peace with yourself if you are comfortable what you are doing and you don't want to come out of it yeah. then you should make peace that okay growth may not come and yeah. i'm fine with it got it yes right and so both thing will not happen together yeah. right and but anyway the change has to come it will come sometime or the other that's yes, a, that's a law of the nature right yes so nitin um you write a blog and i have read a couple of your posts too and these are just wonderful tell us a bit about your blog when and why did you start it i like as i said i i'm a communicator uh-huh. <laughs> i i have opinion on yeah. many matters and um when i joined twitter 2009 and after that started following many people i learned a lot about many things which i didn't know mm-hmm. and i changed my view i read about those topics maybe it's women empowerment maybe it's um lgbtq community i i am still learning i didn't know many things mm-hmm. and that's where i started feeling a change in my thought process and i started feeling confident that okay i have views and why not to share them even if i could change views of two person regarding how they treat yeah. half of the uh, population um how lgbtq or how fitness or or whatever i have i have views on many things yeah. so i i think that it also personally uh, very liberating to me when i am not able to say anything to anyone mm-hmm. i just write and write it and post yeah that's a wonderful so i i write on fitness i write on women empowerment i write i travelogs and i and i write on any topic which is on my mind on that day mm-hmm. and that feels me so liberated after yeah when i publish a blog for two days i am just like in in a different world because i feel so fantastic for yeah. doing for that so i would say i love when people read it i receive very positive feedback um sometimes if there is a gap of posting yeah. uh, people reach out to me hey uh, you didn't post anything okay, that's that's okay. fantastic but most of it i write it for myself i i feel very good and i want to communicate what i have been writing through my blogs Right. So, where can we find your blog? So you can go on uh, Medium and you can uh, find me, Nitin Jhori, mm-hmm. and yeah, you would be there. I probably already published around thirty articles over there. Oh, some awesome. I do them in Hindi. Some I do when where they are more about talking a topic. I um, I want to share that what should happen. that's where i write in english because english is a greater reach yeah. uh, even uh, internationally uh, people from 
different countries can read and they do read um, mm-hmm. when i have something very personal and close to my heart then i write in hindi mm-hmm. uh, because that's where the thoughts flow very naturally to me and so i write in both these languages and you you can find many topics uh, on my blog on yeah, medium great thanks and i am going to include uh, your blog link in the episode section so that people can find you there and read your posts thank you so much hina you're welcome nitin did you ever have a mentor or someone who helped guide you along the way nitin i felt and uh, re- recently that what if i had a mentor mm-hmm. um unfortunately i didn't had uh, bits and pieces advices kept coming uh, but i i learned more organically by mm. making mistakes by doing things but i i i provide good mentorship to a lot of people whosoever really? is looking awesome. for it yeah. so what i didn't had i thought many people should or or everyone should have it i i now have mentors mm-hmm. so i now have mentors who help me who uh, help me in discovering that what i'm looking for so many times and and that's what sometimes i do it for myself sometimes i do it for others mm-hmm. that so yes mentors are important they help you make less mistakes you you always can learn by making mistakes and you learn but life is too short to make or to yeah. to learn through mistakes yeah. so yes it's important to have mentor right and then um, the most important thing is that when uh, anybody who's mentoring us on any level is like when they are asking some powerful questions and we are answering right and then we get deeper into ourselves to answer those questions so then in the whole process we discover ourselves that's the most yes and beautiful yes. thing that i find in mentor mentorship role of mentor is not to tell you what to do role of mentor is to help yeah. you find yourself yeah. that what you should be doing yeah. so asking those probing questions taking you in that direction where you yourself find that what is to be done what you should do and how that should be done. Yeah, that's perfect. Nitin, that's that was a wonderful conversation and I really enjoyed talking to you. I absolutely same feeling for me. I love talking to you. Uh thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Nitin. Nitin's story is inspiring, isn't it? Nothing better will happen if you do nothing better. Okay, so you know that law of physics that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. If you play a mediocre game, the results are going to be mediocre. Do what I say, change your game. How? Meet me live at my next event. The link to register is on the episode page. That's it for this week. I'll see you in the next week. Love you guys and girls. Stay happy and safe. Thank you for tuning in. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and go to my website authorhina.com for career training tools and resources. Don't forget to check out my latest book Secrets of the Six Figure Employee with Zero Stress. It's available on Amazon.